five, four, three, two. What's up? I'm Natalie. And I'm Cersei. And this is I Rewatch iCarly. Every other week, we crack open some drinks, rewatch iCarly, discuss the hell out of it, and choose a stellar fan to be the pod babe of the week at the end of each episode. It's pretty tight. So be sure to stay tuned. Everybody, it is not February 3rd right now. It, <laughs> it is February 2nd. It is at 2.22 a.m. on 2.22. <laughs> Do you guys remember how we were going to start season two, like, really differently, so much better than season one? And then I had mic trouble. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, we meant we meant episode two is yeah. when we're going to start with way better stuff, because yeah. uh, so, something was going on episode one, so again... I mean, in my defense, my mic literally broke, and I had to purchase yeah. a new Juan. A new Juan, so- yeah. So, uh, so colonoscopy picture, DM us your email. And I'll, I'll send it over to you. We'll send it over. So, welcome to episode two, where hopefully, for real this time, we're starting off with a bang, but not a broken microphone. Yeah, um, I, I tested this before we went live on Riverside.fm, <laughs> and it sounded dope. Um, Not sponsored. Not sponsored. This episode is titled I Stage an Intervention. Yes. Heartbreaking. Somebody on the iCarly television show aired on Nickelodeon is dealing with an addiction problem. They are. And unfortunately, it's something that happens with artists a lot. Um, Yes. In Seattle, there is a huge influx of heroin abuse. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, we she, we, we she, Spencer Shea deal with it this episode. This is a very serious episode about Spencer Shea's addiction. Very serious. You know that epic moment when your dad was a heroin addict? So you're like, I can joke about heroin abuse. (laughs) Yeah, totally. Hashtag relatable. I can joke about that. (laughs) I think I think if your dad did heroin, you can make a little heroin joke. Just a little one. Addiction is serious. It's serious. Addiction is serious. <laughs> Except when it comes to my dad, I can joke. <laughs> and Spencer Shea. <laughs> Cheers to that, bitch. Clink. As we discussed before, oh my god, Angel Numbers. Angel. Season 2, episode 2. Ah! <laughs> this was released on October 4th, 2008. No Angel Numbers. That was four days before my mother's birthday in 2008. Ooh, shout out. How old was she turning? 37, 38, 39, 40, 41, 42, 43, 44. She was turning 44. My mom was 44, everybody. She was Write 44. <laughs> right? Oh, my. Another angel number. Oh, oh, my God. What does this mean? What does this mean? What does this mean? What does this mean? What's going on? So What's going things. on? What's going on? Anyway, this was <laughs> this episode was directed by Jonathan Lewis Goldstein. Yes. Not to be confused with Jonathan Goldstein, who wrote Spider-Man colon Homecoming. Yes. Correct. Also not to be confused with Jonathan Goldstein, who also wrote Spider-Man colon prom. Oh. Also not to be confused with Jonathan Goldstein, (laughs) who wrote Spider-Man colon spring formal. (laughs) I know it's very confusing, but please try to keep it together. Yeah. Keep up. Keep up. Keep on. Come on. Keep up. Keep up. Keep up. Keep up. (laughs) Keep up. Keep up. Also, feminism. Feminism Ida moment. Ida B. Wells. Yes. Rosa Parks. Susan B. Anthony. Susan. No, but Susan B. Anthony was racist. Yeah. Flo Kennedy. Flo Kennedy. Okay, period. Flo Kennedy. Period. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Other women. She's a black feminist. We love she women. She's a radical black feminist. Read her book. 
It's a good book. Where was I? Oh, this was- <laughs> oh, you know the whole point about feminism that we're getting into right now. Let's get into no, it. No, we're we're just screaming. We're just talking feminism. about feminism. You know, angel numbers, feminism, one and the same. Astrology, one and the same. Bitches love this shit. They do. You know what else bitches love? Sosa. Hi, Carly. <laughs> Let's talk about it. <laughs> Everybody, hold on to your fucking panties, pants, boxers, dick, balls, vulva hanging by your thighs. <laughs> This is the first episode written by a woman. This wait, is the wait, first wait, episode wait, wait, wait. a woman has fucking touched. A woman has entered the chat. The first episode with some estrogen in it. Yes. With some sumptuous, lovely titties. Some feminine feminine energy. Yes. Anyway, what is Miss First Female Writer's name? No, we weren't even going to talk about her in true oh. female writer fashion. We're just going to yeah. say she's a woman and then move on. No, let's just glaze over it's because she's a woman. It's because she's a woman. Her name is Carrie Dornetto, which just yes. sounds like alternate universe Danny DeVito. Uh, <laughs> as we said, she's a first female writer. It's Danny DeVito in drag. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even a woman. It's no. just a drag king. Queen. Yeah. Queen. Slay. Slay. Um, this is the first woman, like we said, who has ever touched anything on the show so far. Mm-hmm. And this is the only episode she wrote for the show. Yes. She also has written for South Park, which I feel like South Park is one of those things where people don't respect it. Yeah. But then I learned that Bill Hader writes for South Park, and I was uh. like, wait, maybe I should think about it more. Maybe it really is satire. Maybe you should respect it. And not for shitty kids. Yeah. Maybe it's just going over people's heads. Mm-hmm. Um, also, Arrested Development, God tier content. Kroll Show. I love Nick Kroll, even though his dad's a billionaire, but I've never seen the Kroll Show. Mm-hmm. Kroll Show. Kroll, Kroll Show. Kroll Show. Kroll Show. Kroll show. <laughs> Portlandia. Hilarious. Mulaney. Got canceled. You can't even view it anywhere. John Mulaney was like, no one will ever see this. Canceled. It was so awful. Do you know about Mulaney? Uh, well, yes, but I never like saw it. Tell me Mulaney in two sentences. It was a show by John Mulaney, period. Y- yes. It was written by Carrie Dornetto. Period. Two sentences. There no, you go. Just like one episode. It was written by John Mulaney. He was a head writer. <laughs> she wrote She wrote a few things for them. She had a few credits. But basically, it was John Mulaney Seinfeld. It was his last name. He was a stand-up comedian, and it was a fucking multicam show, which if you don't know what a multicam show is, it's a show with a quote-unquote live studio audience slash laugh track. And it's like shot like a play where they go through the whole thing in one go. Yes. Yeah. Um, And it's fucking awful. The Big Bang Theory. They should be eradicated. I hate it so much. Why are they making new ones? I want to stab my eyes every time. Why? Why are they making How I Met Your Father starring Hilary Duff? Why are they doing that? Let's talk about it. I have no idea. Let's talk about everything but iCarly. Why the fuck are they doing that? Nobody asked for it. I didn't ask. I didn't even watch How to Meet How I Met Your Mother. So I don't know. How to Meet Your Mother. How to Meet How to Call her on the phone, silly. Anyway. Oh my goodness. Natalie, I think this is a good time to tell you. So after work I had some after work drinks. Uh oh. And then you you called me to do the podcast and I had another drink. Uh oh. Uh oh. Twist, I have not had a lot to eat today. Uh oh. This is making a lot of sense. This is adding up everybody. <laughs> Mentally, I'm at the part where we usually begin or no, where we usually end the podcast, but we're beginning it. Uh oh. We may have cracked open a few too many drinks. I do have two and a half seltzers that I do plan on finishing. 
So by the end of this episode, I will be sloshed and I will tell the world my deepest, darkest secrets. Everybody stay tuned. Instead of a pod babe, we're getting Cersei's deepest, darkest secrets. So in 2004, I accidentally committed vehicular <laughs> manslaughter. I was only eight years old. I didn't know what I was doing. Please forgive me. It was in rural <laughs> Illinois. The victim's name was Ryan Kushner. Oh my God. Okay. This episode <laughs> is... Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Well... In the most underwhelming episode of iCarly yet, Spencer is tasked with making a labradoodle sculpture from a paying client. Yes, that's right. Somebody asked him to do it and they're going to give him money for it. Whoa. And he can't even get his shit together for one fucking minute to perform this. One this, fucking minute. It's a labradoodle sculpture. Like, a come labradoodle. on. We're not asking you to be Da Vinci here. Apparently. He's blessed to have this task as he has not had very many paying clients in the past and has Mm-mm. been Mr. Unemployed for the last trillion, mm-hmm. billion, million years. Mm-hmm. And yet he still can't fucking do it because he's distracted by what? By what? What? By what? By what? A video germ. A video germ. A video germ. And sadly, Gibby's only appearance in this episode is being the unseen sender of a cursed email chain Ooh. that gives Freddie the curse Ooh. of Consuela. Consuela? I actually went to high school with Consuela. She's pretty <laughs> cool. I don't know why they're so mean to her in this episode. Yeah, honestly, that's really fucked up of them. But we are live on iCarly, and after the gang closes out the show, Freddie gets a chain email from Gibby that threatens Consuela's revenge. If you don't forward it. But Fredward is a smart man and does not believe in that smart nonsense man. of chain mails. So He's a non-believer. <laughs> he decides to delete the email, but as soon as he deletes it, mm-hmm. his bad luck begins. Alright, I'm gonna try to do something a little technologically advanced, but basically, when I heard Consuela the only thing in my head was this video deep inside my Snapchat memories. I have no explanation for it. Are, are you ready? Here's your here's your clip. But um, that's not true. Consuela. Consuela. Like, that does not look like you either. Who is that? That was 2017. I'm offended. I was hot there. <laughs> Do you not think I'm hot now? I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, like, the long hair, like, it just doesn't look like you. That was me, baby. Wow. Short hair Cersei is very recent, and then my hair just, like, doesn't grow. It's crazy. Who Who is she? That's why I think of myself in my head, and then I look at myself, and I'm like, what <laughs> the fuck? Well. I'm in my they-them era, I guess. <laughs> it's giving they-them. <laughs> Y'all, this heterosexual reply to my story. Somebody who must not be named on this podcast. Yeah. Her name rhymes with Melinda and begins with a B. She just responded to like this picture I took and she was like, it's giving they. That's like if a white person swiped up on a woman of color story and said, it's giving brown. (laughs) That's the exact same thing. Me thinks. Me thinks. Me thinks. Oh my goodness. Okay. Well. Well. Thank you for sharing your Consuelo story. Consuelo. <laughs> so that's all I could think of every time they talked about Consuelo's revenge. I was just thinking about me drunk in the back of an Uber going Consuelo. Consuelo. <laughs> 
Oh God. Okay. Well, now that we've 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 gone over Consuelos, another thing that I would like to discuss is that discuss during this little live segment that we see of iCarly, the iCarly fans specifically requested to see a close-up of Carly's tongue, Mm-mm. to which they comply, and we get a little ah going on. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-mm. And then that little little segment is quickly followed up with them eating bananas. I did not like that. Yeah, so uh, we're starting off strong with the first women writer here with uh, two quick yeah. sexual sexual things within the first five minutes of the show so feminism we love women you know we we love women writing things i'm with her (laughs) it's just i like they didn't they didn't need this was why a banana too they know it's phallic yeah after them being like like why they should just deep throated a dildo fucking white chick style at that point at that point it would have been less suggestive it would have and, like, what iCarly fan wants to see a close-up of Carly's tongue? Is it Dan Schneider? Is he the one who requested that? Oh, yeah. That? It was not the iCarly fans. It was Daniel Schneider. It was Dan. Come on. Who was like, let me, let me, what that tongue do, girl? What that mouth do? Oh, my do? God. I can't believe I didn't start the episode with this. I, I can't remember if you brought this up or not before, but fucking it's conjectured, rumored, poised, thought of that Jamie Lynn Spears' baby daddy is Dan Schneider. What? Oh, wait. Actually, I think I have heard that rumor. And, like, I was looking at some, like, things, like, comparing, like, facial structure. Everything that is said on this podcast is a joke, and nothing should be taken seriously. Oh, yeah. There's a new (laughs) disclaimer, baby. You can't sue us. We're making shit up. Yeah. We're only relaying things that we found on the internet. (laughs) But I was looking at, like, photos of, like, her baby and Dan Schneider, and it's like... If you gave me a chance, I would take it. Chris Hansen comes out right now. <laughs> yeah. Um. Anyway, anyway light segue into the Shea apartment. Yeah. Uh, Carly is on the phone with Granddaddy. Granddaddy. When Spencer comes strolling in with an arcade game covered in fucking cobwebs. Ew. Spencer explains to Carly that he found an original, original. not a duplicate, Mm-mm. an original pack rat arcade game. One of the most popular video games of all time. Carly does not care about the video game because she is a young, hot thing with a web a show, right? Yeah. She's a celebrity. Yeah. And she reminds yeah. Spencer that he has to finish that Labradoodle. Labradoodle. <laughs> Labradoodle. He has to finish that Labradoodle sculpture for that rich dude whose brother owns seven art galleries. Spencer isn't worried. He'll get to it. Dot, dot, dot. Eventually. Eventually. <laughs> Remy from Ratatouille. Let's discuss. Let's discuss. Remy from Ratatouille is literally on the side of this arcade game. I thought she was exaggerating, and I was like, where the fuck is Remy? It's probably just a mouse, whatever, whatever. And then I looked. It is Remy. It is Remy. Remy, boy. Remy, boy. Yeah. 17.38. I'm like, hey, what's up? Hello. Remy's on the side of the pack rat machine. (laughs) He's cooking up some arcade games. <laughs> I didn't know where you were going to go with that. He's I didn't either. Up some arcade games. I started it. And I was like, we got to go 
somewhere with this. I'm I'm holding to this ladder for too long. games. <laughs> <laughs> I just glitched, like literally a glitch in the system. You're singing the national anthem at like a sports game. <laughs> say can you see by the dawn's early Remy? <laughs> Remy boy, seventeen thirty-eight. <laughs> What's happening? I don't know, but Remy's on the fucking arcade game. That's yeah. all. Remy is the pack rat. Ratatouille, go get your coin. <laughs> yeah, like the pack rat. It's him. The pack rat. Mm-hmm. Me, I'm, mm-hmm. uh, I'm a hoarder. I was offended by the name of this game. <laughs> Speaking of offended, then Spencer goes and pulls a raccoon covered in a dead raccoon. A dead raccoon. D E D. A dead raccoon D-E-D. covered in cobwebs yes. out of the game. Uh huh. I just want to say, as first of all, a raccoon enthusiast. Second of all, a vegetarian. Third of all, a vegan. <laughs> I thought this was frightening and inappropriate. Yeah. Extremely inappropriate and over the line for a children's show. As just a woman, as just a person, I thought that this as was- As a like, woman. As a woman. As a feminist woman. I don't want to see no dead raccoon. <laughs> we are feminists this episode. Unless my husband shot it for dinner, I don't want to see a right, dead, right, dead, dead, is- dead, <laughs> dead raccoon. It is goddamn offensive that we are talking about goddamn feminism and they're taking a dead raccoon out of this fucking arcade game. <laughs> What, what the, the hell? hell is this dead raccoon doing here? <laughs> I do not like it. That raccoon has been dead for a long time. Yeah, shouldn't it be more decayed? It was like fully fluffy and cute and cuddly still. Yeah, it was like fluffy. It got like uh like mummified in there or something. I didn't want to see that. It was crazy. It was no need. No need for them to show a no dead need. animal in a children's show. That was shock value that I did not care to did witness. Not. Zero out of ten. The non-existent doorbell rings, and Spencer can't get it because he's too wrapped up in his game. So Spencer screams for Carly. She opens the door, and it's Sam, (gasps) who snuck out of her house since her mom was making her clean her room. Hashtag relatable, who wants to clean their room. Oh, my God. Teens, teens, who can relate? Who can relate? (laughs) Carly agrees to help Sam clean her room when Fred busts in to borrow a tennis racket. Homosexual. Sam shits on Fred for wearing pink shorts. Homosexual. <laughs> After he tells him that it was a laundry accident. <gasps> Consuelo's revenge has striked. Also, he just looks like a frat boy. Like he's got a fucking yellow polo on with an insignia. Like the pink shorts do not look out of place. No. Like it's like homosexual or frat boy. It's, you can't it's tell. They're one and the same. They're one and the same. But frat boys are so homophobic. So it's like, why are you copying the gay man style? Because they're gay. If you're gonna wear it, because a lot of them are gay. Secretly gay. Secretly gay in the closet. That's why they want to live in a house for the other mm-hmm. men. <laughs> mm-hmm. Exactly. They Pee-pee. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um, I want to talk about how Sam is literally running away because her mom wanted her to clean her room. And also, I also want to say that this is the first time that we see her mom like being a mom, kind of, where she's like, clean your room. I don't think that's being a mom because I feel like a lot of moms who like don't do shit just like yell at kids for random shit so they feel better about not being a mom. Okay, that's fair. Well, I guess like if we're going to analyze it, which I guess we should, I agree with you. But I this mean, is like, I rewatch iCarly, where we rewatch iCarly and talk about it. Carly, yeah. But I mean, like, in it theoretically to what they think is like being a motherly figure to where usually she like doesn't send her with lunch, like doesn't pick her up, doesn't do shit. 
And now she's like, okay, like, you need to clean your room. Yeah, but telling someone to clean their room is not doing something for them. It's not being a mother. It's being a complainer. I mean, no. I'm just saying that this is, I guess, like, how they would depict her as actually being a mom. No, I think they're just depicting her as angry and annoying. Clean your room! Okay, bitch, why don't you clean it? The fuck? The kitchen's a mess. Do something, you know? Okay. Period. All right, all right. So sorry. So sorry. Okay. Cersei's had a few drinks. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Uh, She's being mean. She's being really mean. She's yelling at me, guys. Please continue. Carly tells Sam that she thought it was Freddy at the door, but Sam says if anyone else said that to me, I would have punched them in the mouth. She's very defensive about her man. She's like, I'm not him. He is not I. I come to your house all the time. Freddy, how dare you? How dare you? dare you associate me with that man in those little gay boy shorts <laughs> rude how dare you oh, she's one to talk she's in them lesbian bitch shorts all the time the bermuda the brown plaid bermuda the bermuda shorts carly's explaining what pack rat is to sam and she says it's some video game our ancestors used to play uh-huh. <laughs> so, so quirky. quirky we're so young we uh-huh. don't know anything oh my god ancestors <laughs> i don't remember exactly like when they had said or if they say when pack rat came out i know that spencer says that he used to play the game all the time so i assume it's from the 80s yeah so i i was gonna say i assume it can't be like that old either but i was like hey shut the hell up i was like relating to spencer because i was like shut the hell up go kill yourself Because I feel like this is what kids, like, say about shit that, like, we grew up with. Where they're like, that's what our ancestors used to play with. Like, what the hell is that? Bitch, you're wearing all the shit that I wore when I was, like, seven. (laughs) Fuck off. Oh, skinny jeans are cringe. Guess what I was saying about flared jeans when I was your age. Like, fuck off. We've been there. Fashion is a scam to get us to buy more shit. And you want to pretend like you're the little woke communist generation? I'm a boomer. You want (laughs) to pretend like you're the woke communist generation? Your generation just gets everything handed to them. That my sturdy ass skinny (laughs) jeans are cringe while you go and buy new jeans just to be in fashion. Meanwhile, you're killing the damn environment. Canceled. Can't say shit nowadays. Huh? Um, I want to say, though, that speaking of his little pink gay boy shorts, uh, this is the first time Fred is wearing shorts, I think. I, I don't think he's worn shorts before this. I mean, personally, I'm not keeping track of whether or not this child bride is wearing shorts. So <laughs> Child bride? Who is he married to, Sam? <laughs> you, apparently, since you're keeping tabs yeah. on him. Yeah, he's my husband, actually. We just got married yesterday. <laughs> on two, 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 two. <laughs> She's like, pedophilia doesn't count if it's on two, 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 two. Don't you know? It's astrology. <laughs> Adam22 told me that. That's why his name is Adam22. Okay, I haven't been keeping track, but I feel like maybe I'm just noticing it now that they're pink and they were, like, short. But first, he's getting rid of his platform shoes. I'm a man. Now he's showing off some bare calf. Dude, his voice drops. He got rid of the platform shoes. His puberty really hit him. He's joining a frat now. Yes. He's like, I'm in college, bitch. He's joining a frat. I peaked. He's like, I'll show you my calves. I'm overage now. I went through puberty. He's definitely a Sammy. <laughs> he's a Sigma Alpha Mu. It's 100%. It's 100%. He's not Jewish, but he's, he's Jewish. Jewish. After Fred leaves, Spencer yells at Carly to give him a bite of his sandwich because he's starving to death and cannot lift his little man fingers mm-hmm. away from the machine. Mm-hmm. She finally brings him a sandwich and then asks if he's going to take them to Sam's place or what. He's like, yeah, I'll take you right after this game. But then he starts the game all over mm-hmm. again. And Carly's like, well, <laughs> guess we're taking a cab. I was like, okay, little bitch, you can afford a cab. 1% check. Yeah, I mean. 1% Aj check. Yeah, she, she can afford it. I love how she's also like literally 15 in the middle of 
Seattle and she's like, yeah, I'm going to take a cab. Me and another woman, 15 year olds, the two of us, just going to take some cabs. And her brother's like, get kidnapped for all I care. If you asked me right now how to get a cab, I wouldn't know. I mean, I know how to get a cab. How do you get a cab? You call a cab company. They never come. Every time I've ever called a cab company, they never come. Oh, I have had them come. Come to Chicago, call a cab company and see if they come for science. Okay. I've called so many cabs and they never come. And then I oh. call and they're like, oh, it's on its way. Damn. Never fucking comes. Never fucking comes. Relatable. <laughs> yeah, same. I'll upvote that on Reddit. <laughs> Anywho, we are at the iCarly studio <laughs> and Fred has come running in to show Carly a super cool video that a kid sent into iCarly. The video that he explains is that a kid can pull his lip all the way over his chin. Absolutely insane. But before Fred can pull up the video, Consuela's revenge strikes again and Fred's computer starts smoking and literally blowing up. Just like my phone after I post a fire as <laughs> pic on Instagram. <laughs> Carly sprints downstairs and Fred puts out the laptop with a fire extinguisher while following after her. Quick note before we get into this, uh, Carly is wearing a penny tee that says peanut butter love and then it has a little heart. That is obscenely offensive to everyone allergic to peanuts. How dare yeah. she? She said fucking die. She took a stance. She said, oh, oh, you think you're going to exist in this classroom? <laughs> Guess what? I'm taking out my PB&J and you're going to die. She literally, she said, fuck my friends. Fuck, fuck my friends. <laughs> I literally combined friends and fans. I wanted to say fuck my fans who have nut allergies. Damn, she fucking on the fans with nuts? Yeah, she fucked them. Ooh. She killed them. She killed them all. No nut allergies. No nut allergies allowed. Who's the one who's drunk? Apparently, it's me. Apparently. No nut allergies. No nut allergies in the goddamn and, and, and the no nut allergy <laughs> brigade. You get your goddamn nut allergies out of here. <laughs> also, I'm not drunk. I've just been drinking, okay? Very different. I don't get drunk. <laughs> so sorry. Don't mean to offend. I just get goofy. Just get goofy. My Venmo, C-I-R-C-E-E. No one has sent me a dollar yet. Like, That's fuck crazy. you guys. Anyway. Back in the shit apartment, Carly yells at Fred and says that his computer blew up because he's too damn stubborn to forward the Gibby email. And Fred's like, no, like, like, it's because, like, the fucking, like, it's yes, normal. No. And he starts listing a bunch of fucking nerd shit. And Carly shakes Fred by his shoulders. And he's like, hold me tighter. Blech. Ew. Blech. I hated this. Why is he always going to ruin shit? Like, why does he always have to ruin moments? It's like something normal is happening. And then he's like, oh, by the way, my cock is rock hard right now. <laughs> he's like, literally, I have a boner right now. Did you know I went yeah. through puberty? Because it's like, hard. My my boxers are like a little moist because pre-cum is just like leaking out of my <laughs> cock. Do you want to <laughs> see it? Do you want to touch it? you want to put it in your mouth? And it's like, dude, I, I literally just said, man, I'm happy we're friends. <laughs> And, and gave you a fist bump and you're talking yeah. about your pre-com? Yeah, she's like, I'm just trying to save you from getting fucking, like, Consuela's revenge attacking you. And here you are talking about your pre-com? And she's like, damn, that's hot. Let me get on my knees right <laughs> now. Just kidding. Just, just kidding. kidding. <laughs> Spencer comes home and breaks up the fornication between them. Yeah. With a cart full of <laughs> random shit for his Labradoodle sculpture that he has still not still started not. yet. When it's due, guess what? Tomorrow. Damn. Is anyone triggered to the science fair? Carly is absolutely shocked as to how long Spencer has been playing pack rat <laughs> and wants to know how the fuck Spencer's been going pissed girl. 
<laughs> when he's playing for seven hours straight. He starts to explain <laughs> how he, oh, I, I, tape a, I tape a bottle to my ankle and then I run a tube up my leg so it attaches to my, and right before he starts talking about his penis. His penis. That's right. Right before he references his genitalia to his younger sister. His genitalia. His rock hard cock. Yes, his rock his hard cock. His cock hard rock. His <laughs> Right before he mentions his member, mm-hmm. Carly's literally like, no, never mind. I don't want to know. Because she knew where he was going. Uh-huh. She knew. She knew. She knew. She knew. But also ADHD, procrastination, <laughs> hyperfixation on a game that releases constant and instant dopamine check. Period. Again, our ADHD king. Relatable. Relatable. He always gets so close to saying dick and talking about his dick in front of her and and Sam and Freddie and it's just when is enough we have a woman writing this episode and when is enough Dan she is Gisley Gisley (laughs) Maxwell wrote this episode yeah let's check the flight logs was was she on there was this woman on there? Because Honestly, there's a chance. Because what the hell is this? Let's check. What in the goddamn no nut analogies is this? <laughs> <laughs> but did you see Spencer's five o'clock shadow indicating that he was a little disheveled and dirty? Ooh. I love how you also said five o'clock. Five o'clock? Ooh, I saw his five o'clock shadow and stubble. Did I really say clack? <laughs> you said it like clack. Five o'clock. Five o'clock. Oh, I think five o'clock. Five o'clock. I think that's just how I say it. <laughs> Your Chicago accent came out so hard. I think that's just how I talk, unfortunately. Unfortunately. Well, actually, fortunately is what I'm trying to say is that I did. I did see the stubble. And? And it's happening. We're here. It's happening. We're there. All it took was a clack and we're there. Yes. It was, it was very, very simple. All you had to do was just not shave for a little bit. And it's like, oh, guess what? And almost talk about his dick to his sister. Oh. We're like, yeah, you know what? We're right there. Tickets are bought. We're traveling through. We're sightseeing. We're Eiffel Towering at the Eiffel Tower. I am on my hands and knees. Please. I'm like, please, I'm ready. Don't shave again. Uh, he shaves and we're like, oh, actually, oh, we have yeah, to go. Yeah, gotta go. Sorry, gotta uh, go. Sorry. Ugh. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> Fred looks up the world record for pack rat high scores, and it turns out that Miss Sasha Stryker has a high score of over 1 million. Spencer goes, not bad for a lady rat. While Spence <laughs> is only at a mere, you know I don't know numbers. 867,000. While Spencer is <laughs> only at a mere 867,000. He decides that he has to beat Sasha if it's the last thing he does. I hated when he was like, not bad for a lady rat. A lady rat? That lady rat's doing better than you. What the fuck does it matter if she's a lady rat? Uh, not bad. Not, not bad. bad. I'm done. I'm not in Paris anymore. Uh, no, we're out. We're out. Misogyny. Uh, not bad. Also, for somebody who had that record uh, eight years ago, and you've been playing for how long? Like straight for the for the past few days. Uh, so what do you mean not bad? Hmm. Because uh, seems to me that you're at least uh almost two hundred thousand points less than her, buddy, and that that's kind of a lot of points. Yeah. For holding the record for eight years. Yeah. So, uh, Nothing drives your pussy up like misogyny. Yeah. Misogyny. Really? We we have a woman writer and we have misogyny. It's it's crazy. The duality of women. I'm telling you, she's Gisley Maxwell. <laughs> she is. This is Gisley Maxwell's pen name. I'm going to look up the flight logs. Look them up. Insert the flight logs right here. Okay. There appears to be no correlation between Damn. Carrie Shh. Dornito and Jeffrey Epstein. I'm cutting this out. She was on them. <laughs> 
<laughs> we just become Joe Rogan. I know it's not true, but I'm going to say it's true. I'm going to say it's true, and I'm not going to look it up. Even though we did look it up and it's not true, I'm going to say it. It might just not be, like, textualized. Mm. We'll have to, like, go through, like, the handwritten logs. All right, we'll go through them. We'll go through them, and we'll get back to you. Well, since we haven't gone through them yet, let's let's move on. Let's move on. We are in the Shea apartment specifically the living room and the kitchen. All right, guys, I'm painting you a picture here. <laughs> wow, Picasso, keep going. Oh, I know. It's the next morning and Carly comes down and she finds Spencer passed out on the pack rat machine. She screams at him and then sprays him with a kitchen faucet, telling him that he's okay. a piece of shit addict and a failure and that the Labradoodle sculpture that he hasn't started yet still is due today. <gasps> Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> the plot thickens. <laughs> the Instagram tension noise. I know. What? <laughs> He's so disheveled. She just like rips something off of him and screams, Where's there a bagel in your pants? And I'm like, Oh, that's not a bagel. I don't know why she called me a bagel, but geez, Carl, mind your own damn business. <laughs> what me and Spencer do on the pack rat machine <laughs> is between me and him and not you. Wow, so I didn't get invited? What the fuck? You didn't tell me about the pack rat machine? Girl, you just left before she came down. Come on. No, whatever. No, 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 you whatever. You were there. You were there. No, no. You just had to go to work early. No, I'll remember this. I'll remember this later. I'll remember this. Don't worry about it. I won't. I can assure you I won't remember. It's crazy. I leave Paris for one goddamn minute, and this is what I miss. <sighs> well, the rich, bald art dude has come to the apartment because the labradoodle sculpture is due today um and he starts to tear spencer to fucking shreds saying that he has no idea the influence influence. he has in the seattle art community but spencer promises that he'll get him the best labradoodle sculpture by saturday for his wife's birthday rich baldy agrees and spencer comes to a moment of realization wow that was almost really bad and carly's like uh yeah i'm trying to fucking tell you that and then spencer just like kind of smirks and he just runs like a little kid over back to the pat rat machine and starts playing again i don't want i know i do i want i want to offend men everywhere i think the biggest turn off <laughs> is when a man likes video games too much i'm gonna be honest <laughs> i don't like it you know what i'm gonna say it i'm gonna say it i hate men who like video games you know what I'll say it. I don't. And it's not for the reasons you think. It's because, do you know why? I won't say it. I'm not going to say it. But it's it, there are reasons. I was just going to say, I also don't like men who are, like, super addicted to video games because I feel like they put that above anybody else. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you're an adult. Like, you're a grown man. You do not need to play video games for 40 hours a day. Yeah, I think, it, like, if you play video games as, like, a pastime, like, the way someone watches TV, like, yeah, that's fine. But there's, yes. there's like, a certain type of person who plays way too much yes. and plays way too often. Yes. And it's, like, kind of, like, a whole aspect of their social life. And, like, yes. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. I'm just saying I don't want to date someone like that. Like, I don't want to go to a guy's house and he's just, like, playing video games because if a guy came to my house, I would not be on FaceTime with my friends yeah. playing like Wordle and shit, you know? Right. But there are guys who are like, well, this is what I do, so you're just going to watch me do it. <laughs> yeah, And no. it's like, no, there's tons of shit that I do that I'm not going to make you watch me do when we're supposed no. to be hanging out. Or we can, like, we can play video games together. Like, we can we can play a little Mario Party, but, like, I'm not going to sit there and Mario. watch you play. Mario. 
<laughs> Mario Party. So we've been over this. This is how I speak. Mario. You can say clack and I'll say Mario. I, I never noticed that I said clack and then I like said it three times fast and I was like, that's just my I didn't I didn't make a I didn't make a funny. That's just my voice. No, it's just your voice. I didn't make a funny either. That's just my voice too. But it's like I fuck heavy with video games. I love Resident Evil. I love an FPS. I love an FPS. You know what? Specifically Call of Duty. I don't fucking like it when guys like Call of Duty. That's the lamest video game ever. Period. Play Gears of War something. Something. Please be a man. I'm begging. Not up or shut up. I- I'm going to cut just that part for a TikTok and be like, look at this hot, sexy girl who play video game. Let's go make her go viral. <laughs> And then we're going to get all these fucking, like, losers in the comments being like, does she even know any video games? These little fucking nerds. <laughs> Why is Phoebe Bridgers talking about video games? What's she doing? Why is Renesmee just sitting there? <laughs> Renesmee's real? I thought she was CGI. Oh, my God. I loved you in the Twilight movies. You know those, like, clickbait things? It's like, where are these celebrities now? Where is Renesmee now? Where is the CGI Renesmee <laughs> now? Me. Well, Mark Zuckerberg and Jeff Bezos teamed up to turn her into a real girl. To a real girl. Sort of a Pinocchio-esque story for Renesmee. And she has a podcast about iCarly. Wow. Yeah, anyway, um, we're at the school. I love school. I love school. I love iCarly. I love this podcast that we have about iCarly. The girlies are ogling over Gary Wolf. What a name. Yeah. Who would be like, yeah, his name's Gary Wolf. I, it reminded me of the Wolf of Wall Street. Just because Wolf. Just Wolf. Yeah. Okay. That was it. I didn't have anything else to say. Yeah, it just reminds me of like, imagine if someone was named like Patrick Armadillo. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking of. Just, it's strange. It's like the new version of John Smith. <laughs> Patrick Armadillo. Just an unidentified dead man. Yeah, we got another Patrick Armadillo. <laughs> Second one this week. We also got Nancy Platypus over there. <laughs> imagine you die in your gravestone just as Nancy, Nancy Platypus. Platypus. Instead of Bonnie and Clyde, it's Nancy Platypus and Patrick Armadillo. <laughs> the new dynamic duo. What are you for Halloween? Um, Patrick um, Armadillo and Nancy, Nancy Platypus, Platypus, obviously. obviously. <laughs> but anyway, so they're ogling over Patrick Armadillo, who's a hot, sexy Ooh, senior. Sexy. When Fred comes out with half a bike, it has leaves and shit in it. Uh-huh. Key, it's fucked up. Note. It's fucked up. And a flat brown lunch bag. Mm-hmm. Turns out he got struck with more of Consuelo's revenge. Ooh. His bike broke down. His lunch got flattened by a fucking bus. But Carly has no time for his shit. And she's like, y'all, my brother, he's addicted to pack rat. And he needs to get his issue under control. Addiction. And Freddie's just like standing emoji like, I almost literally. died. Hello? He's like literally like covered in like bruises and like scrapes. He's like he's like dragging his broken ankle like across the floor like somebody. I, this is before cell phones. Somebody please, please call an ambulance. He's like bleeding. And Carly's like so my brother. Like he he's addicted to this video game. He's taping his fucking penis to a goddamn <sighs> bottle and he almost told me about he's it. He's just playing video games by Lana Del Rey like on repeat over and over and over and over and over again and I can't fucking handle it. I can't I believe can't. it. Well, when he walks in, he just throws the flat mm-hmm. brown bag of sandwich away. <laughs> and I'm like, why did you drag it to school if you were just going to throw it away? Does Seattle not have municipal garbage cans that he could have tossed it in on the way? Yeah. Like, literally, what a terrible, god-awful city Seattle must be if there are no trash cans. What happens is that Sam actually eats the sandwich. 
she takes the sandwich yeah. and she eats it. Honestly, slay. She's like saving the environment. Yeah. She's like preventing food waste. Period. So um, I was going to say, I think that he kind of just like brought it because he knew Sam would, Sam would eat like, it, you know? He was like, Bay, I'm going to try I'm going to toss this food in the garbage and you're going to go And then I'm going to toss it. it. Wink, wink. <laughs> And then go get it. And she was for like, you. Oh, I put a little extra yeah, shit in there. My garbage sandwich <laughs> that my man threw in there for me. Oh. <laughs> anyway, uh, we will, we will, we will. I'm so desensitized to whatever the fuck goes on on this podcast. Like, I don't even notice that we're saying really weird shit. Sometimes I like, I like get snapped back to reality. Snap you back know, to oh, reality. The oh, the ghost gravity. Oh, <laughs> I knew you were gonna do that. <laughs> Carly blames Fred for Spencer's addiction since he's the one who brought up Sasha Stryker and turned on the competitive side of Spencer. The iCrew decides they need to come up with some kind of plan to find this lady rat so that way Spencer can play her head to head, not penis to penis, (laughs) and end this thing once and for all. The only problem is she dropped <gasps> off the map about eight years ago. Oh, what a crazy plot line that they've brought here. How will they bring back this eight year gone fucking woman? Why do they need to do it? Why are they taking this upon themselves? I, I don't know. No one asked you. Oh, well, also, I don't like how Carly is blaming like Freddie here. Like, let you know, this is your brother had this addiction before Freddie came into the picture. OK, your brother's a grown man and yes. Freddie's an eight year old. He is a literal eight year old. Like, yeah, he might have gone through puberty but he's, he's still, still like a child. a child he's a child he doesn't pay taxes he gets tick bath just because he wears shorts now doesn't mean that he's not a child it's really offensive just because his nuts <laughs> dropped doesn't mean that his frontal lobe is fully formed and that's on science bestie just because he's the same height mm-hmm. as you he's still a child yeah, carly a child. A, child. a child and you're gonna do that to him it's just you know make grown men take responsibility yes. for their actions after i fuck them though <laughs> I, I i agree i mean i, I have nothing to say we're live in the iCarly studio, <laughs> and the girls tell their millions and trillions and billions of audience members that they need to write in to iCarly.com immediately and tell them where the fuck Sasha Stryker is. And if they do, they'll get a $25 gift card to BF Wang's, a survival knife that was Sam's grandma's, <laughs> and... An autographed photo of a guy who got pregnant. They really just said, yeah, we're going to talk about trans people getting pregnant in 2008. I mean, kind of woke. Uh, kind of woke. Like, yeah, men can get pregnant. What about it? And bitch? what about we're it? We're not even going to dress it. We're just going to. And we'll all float on. <laughs> all right. Already we'll all float on. All right. Already we're in the shit apartment. The gang is free. Out because Sasha Stryker is on her way, and Carly unplugs Pack Rat to get Spencer to pay attention to them. But he is pissed. He showered, he shaved, he returned that movie to Webflix. Webflix, not Netflix. Webflix. I'm glad that that's what brought you back to reality. Oops, what more could? <laughs> But like he's he's so offended that his sister's like trying to get him to be a human, and he's like, "Why yeah. is this little 
bitch of a sister asking me to be a normal fucking human. I fucking shaved. I took a shit. I I squeegeed my armpits. What more do you want from me? (laughs) I took the tape off of my dick and I I poured out the water bottle. I peed like a big boy in the bathroom. (laughs) I peed in the toilet, okay? I even even practiced shooting. I even practiced aiming, okay? I aimed all over your clothes and you're in your bedroom, okay? I got them all. Okay, I swear. I just, I'm so tired of them making him a child. Like, he's a grown adult. And they made him shave. So I yeah, am. Yeah, I'm not even horny anymore. I'm not horny pill. What is the opposite of Paris? What's, like, the polar, what's on the other end? I'm in fucking Antarctica. I'm I'm literally gone. No, I want a literal, like, spear through the, the earth. Right. Like, I, I want to know exactly what the polar opposite of Paris is. Because that is where I am at right now in this moment with Spencer. No stubble. No backbone. Just a fucking pussy oh it's called an antipode oh, okay which is the exact opposite the antipode of paris literally is in new zealand oh so we're in new zealand we're in new what zealand. are the chances we're when new zealand we're in new zealand you know i'm glad that you pause in the web flicks though because i want to talk about it let's talk about it as somebody who loves the iCarly verse analogies you know i i love them she's obsessed with them obsessed her nipples get hard her <laughs> panties get wet dripping she's like oh my, oh my god, god. I, I can't wait to talk about I this i love fucking cheesecake warehouse <laughs> like it fucking really butters my muffin cheesecake factory who i only know cheesecake warehouse i love the pair phone i literally as soon as they said Webflix, I was like, was Netflix a thing back then? I, like, thought it was, but then I was like, was it, like, such a thing for it to be on TV was kind of my, like, thought. Why are you looking at me like that? Go on. I just want to hear your recounting of this. No, maybe now I don't have anything to say. No, I just think that, like, my mom was into Netflix before it was popular. I remember, like, I logged on one day, streaming wasn't there. I logged on the second day, streaming was there. And I was like, oh, my God, Mom, you'll never guess. Like, you can stream movies now. And she was like, what? We were a blockbuster family, so I did not know Netflix was a thing. So that, I guess, was the difference. Anyway, as soon as they said Webflix, I was like, wait a damn minute. Wait a damn minute. Wait a goddamn minute. What the hell? I was like, was it really that big in 2008 that, like, it would have been mentioned on this huge web show, iCarly? Um, and so I did a little deep dive and Netflix was founded in 1997, but they didn't actually start like their DVD subscription service until 1999. And a little fun fact is that they offered themselves to Blockbuster for them to acquire in 2000, but Blockbuster turned them down. Oh my God. The biggest Isn't that crazy? The largest That is the biggest L ever. I did not know that. That's so hilarious. like, damn. Drop an F in the chat for fucking Blockbuster. <laughs> that is that is wild. They deserve to go bankrupt for that. Can you imagine the world in 2022 if Blockbuster had bought Netflix? Think about it. I'd have a boyfriend, I think. <laughs> I'm thinking about it. I, I'm thinking about it, too. I uh, Maybe I agree. <laughs> but, you know, so I, I wanted to include that because that was crazy. Wow. Blockbuster takes the biggest fucking L of the fucking world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, let's fast forward to 2007. <laughs> so in 2007, Netflix announces that it's going to start streaming videos. So this is right at this time. I remember that day well. So you were you were on the website, and then iCarly was like, we're going to talk about it because Cersei experienced this. They were like, this is our exact target audience yes. because 10 plus years in the future, she's going to make a, a podcast, podcast about it about and it share it the and story. It's going to make our show more relevant than yeah. ever. So Yeah, exactly. So it was kind of relevant. Anyway, the elevator opens and it's none other than 
Angelina from the Jersey Shore herself. I mean, the girl in the sexy purple tank top, as Spencer calls her. Wait, like, is it actually her? Or does she look like her? It's not actually her. That oh. would be really funny <laughs> if it was her. I thought it was actually her. I was like, wait, hold on. Jersey Shore? Yeah, actually, Sasha Stryker is from the Jersey Shore before the Jersey it's Shore. Yeah. Before the Jersey Shore was the Jersey Shore. Oh, wait, was Jersey Shore not a thing in 2007? No, I think it was 2008. I, like, never. I was not a part of that phenomenon. I did not have cable, as we've discussed m- many times. So Jersey Shore was something I heard about at the lunch table and never experienced for myself. 2009. Wow. I, I knew it was later. So it's not Angela, Angelina from Jersey It's Shore. not Angelina, no. But it is her lookalike. Okay. Because she's got like a little poof and shit and she's got the little layered tank top on. She looks like she could be on Jersey she Shore. She looks Italian. She looks Italian, yeah. She looks like she would go from like the situation. She looks all about it. But uh, Spencer calls her the girl in the sexy purple tank top. Well, it's Sasha Stryker, uh, obviously. Spencer gasps. <gasps> Not the Sasha Stryker. The other Sasha Stryker. <laughs> no, the other lady rat. But how? How could they have found her? Well, through the power of iCarly and their millions and trillions and billions of loyal fans, obviously. It's just fucking so famous. Yeah, literally. They okay. Before I go into who Sasha Stryker is, who are the fans from iCarly? Because I thought that they were I children. Don't know. Like I thought that they were children, and like, how are they finding this woman who is about Spencer's age, who has been missing off the face of the earth for eight years? Like, is this true crime? Like armchair detectives before armchair fucking detectives? Like, what? Are, what are they doing? No, the only explanation is that she has a younger sibling, Alice Spencer. Mm-hmm. Same age difference as Carly. And then the little sibling was like, Sasha, Sasha, can you please go go fight the people for my Carly, please, and get famous, Sasha, please? And then she was like, fuck no. And then he was like, but look, you're sexy. And she was like, damn. Like, damn, I'm going to put on my best purple tank top and I'm going to head over. like, ooh. I'm a snag me an artist. I just I just heard that the pop babes were out of Paris, so I'm on my <laughs> I'm way. Sliding. I'm sliding. In. Yeah. Okay. I guess uh, that makes more sense than me thinking that a bunch of fucking like 15 year olds are on the internet like looking up random people. They're like, all right. So Sasha Stryker, she is Lorena York. That's an, ug- that's an ugly name. <laughs> that's mean. That's mean. That's mean. Don't be mean. We're being feminist in this episode. Did you forget so quickly? No, I'm being an anti-feminist. <laughs> I did not enjoy this episode. It was the first episode written by women. By women. Multiple. <laughs> it was the first episode written by a woman. She had only one fuck shit fucking credit, which was iCarly, and then the rest of it was real fucking shows. Yeah. I thought it was going to be fucking hilarious, iconic, comedy gold, yada yada, and it fell flat. It did fall so flat. So you know what? I'm anti-feminist. Wow. Take Wow. Repeal the 19th Amendment. Wow. You heard Do it here. Do not give women the right to vote. No, they shouldn't. You know what else? Women they shouldn't be able to write property. either after this. They shouldn't be able to read yeah. or write after Handmaid's this. Handmaid's Tale style. Handmaid's if Tale. If you see a woman reading or writing, <laughs> fingers, fingers are gone. Take it off. Take it off. <laughs> if you see a woman podcasting, take a tongue. Take it off. <laughs> Lorena York, trigger warning, Cersei. Yeah. <laughs> Who she was in a handful of TV shows, but most notably to me, she played a character in a show called Rally, who was named Natalie. <laughs> she is me and I am her. Is this your Cersei Lannister moment? Yeah. 
This is it. Except you have a super fucking common name. Okay, relax. It is not that common. Natalie? It's not as uncommon as Cersei, but it's not that common. I've had three friends in my life named Natalie. Okay. I've met literally like one other Natalie in my life. Okay, Natalie is like a name though. Okay. Cersei's like a name. No, it when I was younger, it was not. Natalie wasn't really popular when I was younger either. There's a difference between popular and unknown. You said popular. You said popular. I would call Natalie a popular name. It's not like top ten baby names. But it's like, Natalie's a name. Can you stop with my fucking, this is my individuality complex is fucking quaking right now. It's literally shaking, quaking. You want Natalie to be like a fucking individual name. Natalie. Why are you so mean to me? Why Why are you so disrespectful? Huh? Sean White? Why are you so rude? Fucking MGK ass. So rude. So mean. <laughs> Let me have my goddamn name in this goddamn country. I can't have not got one goddamn thing. I'm so sorry. What's your name? Nat Natari? I've never heard of that. What? How do you pronounce it? Uh, anyway, guys, thanks for coming to the episode. This is it. No, um, I'm treating you how people have treated me my whole life. I'm not saying that I that I. It's like crazy. I'm just saying that it wasn't that popular when I was growing up. Anyway, anyway, let's get back to Miss Sasha Stryker. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Uh-oh. I'm tired of fucking hot nerdy girls. Mm. This is some fucking geek ass wet dream fucking fantasy, and I'm so fucking tired Big of it. Big bang ass. Yeah. Like, honestly, some bitch that has a million and one points on this dumbass fucking game, she's ugly and she's weird. And you know what? If you're also a weirdo playing this game, you should be able to appreciate that. Yeah. I don't know why these scrub ass, dirty ass, nasty smelling <laughs> men think that they deserve fucking goddesses. No. There are some scrub ass, dirty ass women who are exactly on your playing field, have your exact interests, and you would get along with fine. But you think you deserve some queen? No. no. Go for the weird looking girl with acne. Why? Because you're a weird looking dude with acne. Weird-looking girls with acne exist, and they're valid. I was a weird-looking girl with acne just two years ago. Uh, period, queen. Speak your truth. <laughs> no hot girl is playing pack rat in 2008, okay? <laughs> well, that's why she went off the face of the earth for eight years, because she was like, damn, I'm hot now. I can't be seen like this. They can't know. Oh, yeah, maybe she used to be ugly. <laughs> yeah. But I, I'm just saying, like, no, no hottie with a body is playing pack rat in 2008. Because why? Because she can't stream it in a bikini on Twitch and make millions of dollars a month. I'm just saying. Is that statement misogynistic? Probably. Yeah. Go ahead. Call the cops. I'll have sex with them. I've already been misogynistic. Wee woo, wee woo, wee woo. This episode wee sucks and it was written by a woman. Up. I'm Hillary Clinton. Lock her up. Lock her up. Where are the emails? Lock her up. Can't get to my damn emails, bitch. Maybe we are the Red Scare podcast. Who knows? <laughs> I fucking hate that people call. What about us as Red Scare? Tell us right now. Send it into iCorley.com. You have All to. All we do is talk about, like, shitting ourselves. Is that what happens on the Red Scare podcast? I'm like, hey, my name's Cersei, and I shit myself. And Natalie's like, hey, my name's Natalie. It's the most unique name you've ever heard in your fucking life. No one else has ever been named that in the history of existence. Anyway, Carly tells Spencer <laughs> to be Sasha once and for all and be done with his addiction to pack rat. But Sasha. Oh, speaking of 2008 and Sasha. So 2008 presidential inauguration. <laughs> One of the Obama daughters is named Sasha. The other Malia. I vividly remember when I was in seventh grade, the inauguration was happening. And whoever was giving the main speech, literally, he introduced the president and his wife. And then introduce their children like this. And Sasha <laughs> and Malia 
And it was the weirdest thing ever. And me and all my seventh grade friends would laugh about it constantly. We'd be like, Sasha and Malia. And no one talks about it, but that happened in 2008, and it was really fucking weird. Anyway. And we're talking about it right here. We're talking about it now right on now. the podcast. <laughs> anyway. Where was I? Sasha. Sasha. She starts walking up to Spencer and taunting him. Well, why can't you beat me? Huh? And Spencer's like, oh, mm-hmm. I'm scared of you and attracted to you at the same time. Ooh. Spencer and Sasha are centimeters from each other's face. When Sam interrupts and asks, are you guys going to make out or play pack rat? I want to know too, Sam. What are you going to do, Spencer? The sexual tension in this scene was so palpable. It was palpable. I was like, there's something so hot about like competitive like sexual tension like uh, soaking yeah i was like this is hot Mm -hmm. like okay this is why i don't watch porn because the plot is not this thick (laughs) this is thick us literally this entire episode this plot fucking sucks this moment (laughs) single-handedly soaking wet better than a porn play this video this is what i'm going to watch like, this scene more more chemistry than atonement than before midnight before sunrise before 50 anything. shades of gray who play me this fucking scene right here every single time but before either of them can answer a gaggle of nor no. <laughs> I've been drinking. Oh, I've been drinking. drinking. A gaggle of nords. <laughs> I'm from New York. <laughs> Spanky. <laughs> but before either of them can answer, a gaggle of nerds, parentheses derogatory, and parentheses derogatory, bust in the apartment to cover this historic <laughs> moment of Sasha Stryker defending her world titer against Her Spencer. world titer. <laughs> Did I say that? Defending her word tatter against Spencer Shape for the Media Game channel. You guys, like I said before, I have been drinking. Anyway, um, did I really say world tighter? <laughs> Fuck me, dude. I'm re-delivering that line. Oh, no, you're editing this episode, please. But before either of them can answer, a gaggle of nerds parentheses. Wait, that's the second. That means it's the second fuck up in this one paragraph. No, dude, we have a reputation to uphold. We have to have a good podcast. Don't make fun of me when you edit. But before either of them can answer. <laughs> I'm not looking. Deliver it. I'm not looking. <laughs> I'm sorry. Am I giving birth? I'm not looking. Deliver it. Push. Push, baby. Push. Push. push breathe. Okay. Breathe. Uh, <laughs> but before either of them can answer, a gaggle of nerds, parentheses, derogatory, and parentheses, bust in the apartment and cover this historic moment of Sasha Stryker defending her world title against Spencer Shape for the video game channel. <laughs> Ah! There she is. Oh my god, it's a beautiful it's baby a boy. boy. <laughs> a really sad nerdy guy grabs the mic and is like, oh, I'm looking for a girlfriend if there are any out there. Uh, and then he gets pushed away. All I have to say is, oh my god, this is me on the podcast. And also, I think that that nerd is really cute. So where are my standards at? Wee woo, wee woo, wee woo. He's clearly an adult. He's an adult. Adult? In, in Dan Schneider's world, maybe. Are you calling me a pedophile? 
I've never peed on anybody. Yeah, a goddamn pedophile and a goddamn prick. Hold on, no, that was an adult actor. That was an there adult actor. There is no goddamn way in goddamn hell that that was an adult actor. Oh my god, am I about to be revealed to be a pedophile <laughs> on a live podcast? Our live studio audience calling you pedo- Chris Hansen walking in right now. He's he's outside the studio ready to come in. Okay, the other dude was 84. He was an adult. Mm. That's right. <laughs> I'm not a pedophile. He was, what, 24 years old? Yeah, ish. All right, Chris Hansen, you can leave. Leave the studio. That's right. But don't That's don't go. Right. Stay That's in the right. car. We're not done yet. We, I'm we not still a got some episodes left. I'm not a pedophile. <laughs> I knew that uncredited actor was of age and then You some. got lucky this time. You got lucky this time, Dan Schneider. <laughs> Ghislaine Maxwell. No, actually, I'm just not attracted to children, and my 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 vulva has a spidey sense of who is above the age of twenty three. Twenty three and me. <laughs> that's your that's your vagina's spidey sense. Yeah, I know everyone's <laughs> ancestral DNA history. Anyway, anyway, the tension between Sasha and Spencer is escalating, and Cersei and Nat are literally quaking. Sasha sensually puts a glove on to prepare to fight Spencer, and then a nerd comes up and asks. Do you have a boyfriend? <laughs> to which I would jump in and say, no, I don't. And also, I just looked you up on IMDb and you're of age. So so my vulva is literally spidey sensing right now. And I know that you're above the age of 23. The things I say on this podcast. Jail. Jail. No wonder why people keep ghosting me. They listen to one episode and they're like, you know what? Lulu, Lulu, one to eight. She, she might have had a point. Sasha doesn't even give this man the time of day. Even As though I would not. do anything for him. My king, my prince, no. please. How can I please you? Pete Davidson who? This man <laughs> hit me up. She doesn't waste a breath on this fucking loser. She slaps him and just walks away. Queen. To which I caption this, me to myself, when I catch myself <laughs> about to horny talk on the pod. But clearly, I have not had that sense of editing at all this episode. So, L for me. Big L. Drop an F in the chat for Cersei and her vulva. And drop a deuce in your pants for a little bit. <laughs> Lispy shard herself. An honorary short yourself. <laughs> Everybody push as hard as you can on the kind of three. All right. One. Two, three. three. <laughs> <laughs> well, now that we've all sharded, we are in the living room. <laughs> With Dookie in our pants. <laughs> Stinking up the whole place. And Miss Sexy Sasha is in the room. She finishes her turn on Pack Rat after six hours. She ends up with a score of 1,322,000 points. Now Ew. it's Spencer's turn. He's got one rat left. You only got one shot. Do not miss your <laughs> chance. Don't blow it. This opportunity comes once, once in a, a lifetime. lifetime. You, you know better lose, lose yourself, yourself in the in pack the right at the moment. You know it. Don't let Remy go. You're go, never going to find go. Sasha again. Go, go. <laughs> he is trailing by over 200,000 points. Ooh. This is it. The nerd in charge is explaining to everyone, the millions, trillions, billions of people watching his video game channel, what is going on right now. That's what's going on. <laughs> Spencer's playing Pac-Rat. He needs to beat Sasha, but he doesn't know if he can do it. He's cold and he's only got one rat left. Yeah. When Sam comes out of nowhere, steals this nerd's mic and screams, stop watching the video game channel, you big bunch of losers. You're wasting your lives. Get a job. Kiss a girl. Do something. 
where is she when we need her to yell this at Ben Shapiro slash Joe Rogan and their fans? Literally, this is the anti-incel prophetess. Yes. We need right now at this historical moment in time when men are finding their sense of community through uh, misogyny, incelish behavior, and overall scary school shooter, anti-vax, racist, Nazi vibes. Period. Period. I'm going to snippet this little quote from her and just play it anytime any man says anything to me ever. <laughs> Get a job, kiss a girl! <laughs> Do, Do something! something. You big bunch of losers! You're wasting your lives! We just get it tattooed on our chest, and whenever, like, a man hits on us at a bar or anything like that, just, like, Superman, like, yeah. Get a job! Kiss a girl! <laughs> Do something! <laughs> like, this is my new tagline. Get a job! Kiss a girl! Do something! This is actually what I have done since my life spiraled downhill. Wow. You listened. You you heard her. I heard her. You really her. took her advice. You said, you know what, Sam? Damn. This was your intervention, was this line. You were like, holy shit, I gotta get my life together. I got a job, I kissed a girl, and I've done a lot of something. Spencer's done something because he has caught up, and he is now only 400 points behind from beating Sasha Stryker. It's insanity. Straight up craziness everybody is yelling they're screaming will he beat her what's going on will he beat his dick to her after this unknown unknown the guy looking for his girlfriend though grabs the mic again and is like again she just needs to breathe she anybody just uh, anybody at this point My name is Sarah McNaught. I live in Thank you. Okay. It's fine. Well, the g- the game the game ends. Um Cersei's Cersei's divorced me. Um <laughs> the final score is is 1,322,600 points. Spencer Shea, he did it. Wow. He defeated the Sasha Striker and is now the number 1 and then all of a sudden just bye okay later and Carly and the gang <laughs> shove all Get of the, the fucking of nerds parentheses derogatory <laughs> out of the apartment with no hesitation they're like get these fucking nerds out of here we're done with you Sasha tells Spencer that he's the real deal baby wow. and wow. goes in for a handshake the tension it's palpable she invites Spencer to go for a ride. And he says he would love to. But this is all he can give her right now. He grabs her, pulls her in, and kisses her. She stumbles backward into the elevator and goes, Call me. To which Spencer responds, We'll see. Soaking. Two scenes, put them back to back. The first one, this one, porn. Watch a pornography. I don't need anything in between. Just first one and this one. No, if a man beat me at my own fucking game <laughs> and, like, bested me on the fucking Gameroonie channel, I would be so dry. I would not be sucking and fucking someone who made me feel inferior. Okay. Because I must have control at all times. However, as an observer <laughs> who is not Sasha Stryker... Yes. Fair. Catch me on the border of Buffalo, New York, and Canada in a raincoat because I am Niagara Falls style wet. 
Okay, yes, 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 yes. I agree. I am very competitive. Yes, 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 yes. 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 Yeah. New York's hottest nightclub <laughs> is. Catch me in a raincoat and a hair falls because I'm wet. Wet. So, this just in, we are soaking wet. I think our tagline just has to be the horniest podcast on the internet. And it's like, I rewatch iCarly and iCarly rewatch podcast. That's the horny. horniest podcast on the internet. That's like, wee woo, wee woo, wee woo, wee woo. That Chris Hansen should probably sponsor. He's like, he's in two places at once he's in chicago and austin no but i I mean i agree i'm super competitive so if it was me i would be fucking pissed i would also be bone dry but if i beat him i'd be like i'd be like tried Uh, you can ride this baby Uh, but uh no watching the scene though yes yes Uh, he grabs her kisses her 50 shades who 50 shades who (laughs) This we're like fanfic. This, this E-rated Nickelodeon <laughs> thing is so sexy. Okay, we we all know, we all know. We are what fucking 29, 30 episodes into this. We all know it is not E-rated. I need a plot. I need some feelings. I can't just have some fucking For those of you listening, she is literally taking her hand. And putting her finger in the hole of her other hand. You guys wanted a visual. I thought that just saying penetration would be a little too much. So I thought a visual aid would soften the blow. (laughs) That's how I have sex. I should just shart myself over and over and over again. (laughs) It like pushes it out when it goes in. It's just like. I I really love this iCarly podcast. I really do. (laughs) I do. I'm just like, hey, I'm shitting myself all the time. I think there's something I wonder, wrong I, you, with me. I wonder why men ghost me. They listen to one episode of me. I shit myself when I have sex. Yeah, so every time I get penetrated, it's just fucking like a little... <laughs> so when's our second date gonna be? You mid-shit. So when's the second date? <laughs> mid-shit. That's my middle name. Miss Lispy mid-shit shard herself. Anyway, anyway, please, please. <laughs> Spencer gives the kids a little pep talk and says that the rich guy is going to be there in nine hours. And he You're needs- a rich guy and you hired Spencer Shade to sculpt you a labradoodle. You can rely on your old wife's opinion. You can rely on your old wife's opinion. It's, it's a, a bitch, bitch girl. Spencer didn't do his damn job anyway. He so postponed the sculpture. You can rely on the bribe of the kids. But so he tells the kids that he needs to build this fucking sculpture ASAP. And he's like, so who wants to help me out? ASAP Rocky. ASAP Rocky. He's who right here. Rihanna pregnant. But he's like, who wants to, you know, help your boy out? And literal crickets. Nobody. Not one. Not one volunteer. Nobody. And then Spencer offers them each $20 because he's, again, the 1%. And then the kids are like, yeah, 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 sure, of course, yeah, we'll help you. I mean, staying up all night for $20 is not a lot. That's like slave wages. Yeah, I mean, they are children, so it already is child labor. Cancel Spencer Shea, one percenter hiring children for literally, like, cents on the hour? Yeah. Dollars on the hour? A fucking Amazon. Overnight that's, that's him. I don't like that. Jeff Bezos who? Cancel Spencer Shea. The next day in the Shea apartment, the rich baldy <gasps> is there to pick up his sculpture. Everyone is shitting, crying, throwing up, cosplaying Cersei, waiting for him to say his thoughts on the sculpty. He finally says, I like it, but 
It comes down to my wife's opinion. Bum, bum, bum. He calls her in, and she is conveniently just right outside the door waiting like a dog. <laughs> she opens the door, and Baldy says, Happy birthday, happy birthday. She takes a second, looks, smirks, screams, ah! and just throws her, her arms up like like in a in the weirdest ah! position ever. I can't describe can't it. Describe it. You just picks up it. the labradoodle, screams again, ah! runs out with it. Rich Baldy clarifies she loves it. Hands him a thick wad of cash and then leaves. After they leave, the writer could not figure out any way to finish this scene. So they all just look at each other and mimic the wife by screaming ah! and copying her hand movements. Aside from whatever the fuck that was, <laughs> this sculpture was so fucking ugly. I hated it so fucking much. That shit was not worth $5, let alone the big fat wad of cash that he handed Spencer. Holy fuck, I hate modern art so fucking much. What the fuck did my eyes have to perceive? Yeah, it was It was, It was. was not... You could tell that he threw it together the night before. Like, Spencer has done better things than that, and that was literally just fucking metal and literal dog hair. Like, he literally got just glued real on. dog hair and threw it on a sculpture. Hated it. I know you didn't like the scene, and I agree that they could have ended it better, but I did kind of like how, like, the wife was doing something so crazy, and I feel like normally people would just kind of, like, gloss over it but i kind of liked how they did make fun of it and be like okay yeah that was a really weird crazy thing to do oh no i was sipping on the haterade i fully laughed when they imitated the wife yeah i was like huh? okay <laughs> humorous i, lo- I like that so bit funny. a bit cheeky in there a bit of the old humor i've heard of. i'm glad you thought it was funny well now that uh spencer is rich as fuck we're in the iCarly studio. And now he's the point five percent. He is, yeah. We we watched it live. We watched him go up right then and there. But mm-hmm. Sam is pissed off that Carly got invited to Karen Franklin or Nancy Armadillo. <laughs> Nancy Platypus. So sorry. <laughs> Nancy Armadillo. Patrick and Nancy got married. Oh, I can't believe you mixed those two up. Oh my god, embarrassing for <laughs> no, you. No, they literally no, we missed it, guys. When we were when we were telling the whole story, they had a whole wedding backstage. Chris Chris Hansen, he ordained it. It was it was crazy. It was a good time. So now she's Nancy Armadillo. But Sam is wow. really pissed that Carly got invited to this wedding, and she didn't. Wedding? Yeah, the wedding. You know, that Chris Hansen just ordained, you know, I was just oh, talking okay, about. Okay. I, yeah, keep sorry. up. Keep up. I'm sorry. Keep up. I'm sorry. I couldn't keep up. Keep I couldn't keep up. I was confused. Anyway, Carly explains that it's probably because Sam calls her a fudgewad all the time. Sam doesn't understand, and she goes, so? I still like to party. 1,010% me in high school. <laughs> like, okay, I bully you in the hallway. And what about it? I still know how to get down. What the fuck? Come on. You should still be obsessed with me. You should be trying to win my affection. What the fuck? Also, the Fudgewad was yep. so close to Fuckwad. I cannot believe they got that on air. Yeah. Fudgewad? It's it's literally it's literally Fuckwad. Yeah. Like they they just It's not it's not two hops and a leap. It's not a skip and a jump. No. It's not it's a just beat and it's half. literally it's, a step. Yeah. It's a step. It's not even it's a right step, there. it's a trip. You don't even have to try. Yeah. You just somebody pushes you and you're in You into say it. Fudgewad too fast and it's like fuck shit. <laughs> piss calm you know like it's just, it's you can't control it you can't it's right there but sam gets another chain email from gibster and carly warns sam that she better forward it or she's gonna end up like freddy oh my god and have a shit ton of bad luck 
But Sam reveals that it was actually her all along who did all of the bad things to Freddy. Oh, my God. Except for the spider on his face. That was simply pure luck. Okay. I hate to be the moral compass of fucking iCarly, but... Uh-oh. Some of this was in good fun. However, the fucking bike falling apart could have literally killed him. Also, laptops are expensive. Yep. So rude. Also, I doubt that she actually knows how to short out a battery. Maybe she's maybe she's been listening when Freddie and her are fucking, and she's like, damn, all right, let me write that down. And he talks about shorting a battery while we're fucking. All right, I'm going to use this for later. Yep, he's fucking her, and he's like, oh. A A squared plus B squared equals C squared. You really? Uh. He one hundred percent is a man who would do that, and you know it. And you know it. Look at Freddie. I didn't know that men actually do that. I don't want to know that men actually. do I mean, that. maybe they, maybe they do, maybe they don't. But Freddie does. Freddie absolutely does. What do you think of my equipment? <laughs> uh, uh, uh. Hold me tighter. Uh. <laughs> I have to go. Uh, but I agree. I mean, she literally, she was like, I got to take this whole dominatrix thing to a new level. She was like, I'm going to bring that to man inches from his death. Inches. And he is still going to feed me a fucking sandwich. Just wait. Just you watch. True. Just you watch. Fair enough. And she did it. Fair enough. But out of nowhere, Sam starts freaking out because the super hot senior guy, Patrick Armadillo, just randomly texted her telling her to meet him at the mall carly is shook and says why would the hottest senior at our school want you to meet him at the mall i I mean i mean not not that you're cool not that you're cool not that you're cool not that you're pretty or anything that's what she really wanted to say she was like i mean not that you're like not cool or anything and appealing and all but like why you Okay, girl, not going to be you either, so please calm down. Savage. <laughs> Insult that freshman, that eighth grader, Carly Shay. Yeah, what the, what the hell? Her. Also, besides this whole fucking thing where, again, why are we, like, why are they trying so hard to make it seem like Sam is not appealing to men? Come on. Like, Sam has had a legitimate boyfriend, a legitimate boyfriend in this season, and Carly True. has not had one. And they're still trying and to you're make... gonna And you're going to sit here and you're going to tell me that Sam is not appealing? Mm-mm. I don't believe it. I don't believe it. I take offense nope. to this. The only men that Carly has had is the men that Sam has liked that they are trying to cheat on with Carly. And Freddie. And the men that don't even really want her because they don't end up dating her and they end up going back to their girlfriends. <laughs> Or dying. Or dying. Sorry, but um, Sam is Sam is more attainable than you guys are making, making it out to seem. But uh, also an important comment that I want to make is what the actual fuck is Carly Shay wearing in this scene? She is wearing shorts plus a zip-up sweatshirt plus rain boots. We've seen some atrocious fucking things, but what, what the hell is yeah. that? What in the goddamn fucking no-nut allergy is that? I have become unfortunately so desensitized to the horde attire i don't even notice it anymore i was re-listening to the first episode and we would catch we would catch the slightest things and just be like oh my god this is so 2007 this is so this is so that and like now it's just like i'm so in the zeitgeist of like what the world of icarly is that like i don't even notice anymore yes well that's why this one like when i noticed it i was especially like what the hell is this like this makes no like this isn't even like 
a typical 2007 outfit, I feel like. This is just like, actually, what the fuck are you wearing? It was just offensive. Arrest her. Arrest her. Well, uh, Sam, she could not care less why Patrick Armadillo wants to meet, but she hops in the elevator screaming so she can go meet her pervy little dream man. Good for her. Good for her. I did want to mention that it is pervy because this man is a senior. Oh, yeah. He is presumably 17, 18, you know. And he's going after a freshman? A fresh, a 15. Jail. Actual jail. Wee woo, wee woo, wee woo. In the apartment hallway, Carly decides to walk over to Freddie's apartment and tell him that Sam did all the bad luck stuff to him. But before she can even begin to explain, Freddie's like, huh, I already knew Carl. And when Carly asks if he's going to get her back, he's like, oh, what do you mean? Do something like send her a fake text from Patrick Armadillo and ask her to hang out at the fucking Steamtown Mall or wherever the fuck she went. And Carly's like, who knew you could be so bad? And then she just saunters back into her apartment and Freddie is like creaming. Literally. In boxer briefs. And is like staring back at her and is like, uh, uh. like he literally like just, moans, like legitimately yeah. moans. And it's not even pre come at this point, up. it's full blown cum. Like, yeah, he finished. He finished he in finished his pants. He finished in them shorts. Yeah. And then he just walks into his apartment out of shame. Shame. It was embarrassing. It was, it was really, I don't know why they made him moan. Yeah. Like he like, leg- he was like, uh. <laughs> he was like, you be afraid to moan in your girl's ears. I'd be moaning <laughs> in the fucking hallway watching her go back into her room. I'd be creaming, moaning <laughs> in the goddamn hallway. I don't give a fuck. In my fucking shorts. I don't give a fuck. Calves out and everything. Calves out, come out. <laughs> Calves cock and come out. <laughs> the Ow. three C's. You talking about him coming, and you're like, no, please don't say cock, don't say the c word. I can't because coming is sort of like it's like a figurative. It's like in the air, but cock is like concrete. Like it's it's hard and it's there. You know, it's hard and it's there. Yeah, it's like in your face. It's like looking at you. <laughs> well, I mean, Freddie's apartment number is literally a cock, so it's right there. It's always there. It's always there. But, I mean, Fred, again, in shorts, he's just, you know, calves he's are out. He's feeling himself. He's feeling himself. He said, hey, I'm going to come from my cock. You're also going to see my calves. Come on. He said, I did one squat. Get it? Come on. <laughs> I, I get it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'll be here all week. Just kidding. I'll be here every two weeks. Every two weeks. Yes. Um, but also Fred is at, is he's eating up this little acting moment here. He's like, oh yeah, you know, who, who said that I couldn't uh, text her and, and do this whole little thing? Like, okay. All right. No, this whole fucking scene was so like, there were also like, he was playing music in his apartment before he came out. So there was like music in the background, like on a low, like in the other room. And the scene was just so rom-commy. And it was, like, so just, like, they fully had a little moment between them. Yeah. Where, like, she was going to admit to him that, like, her best friend did something. And he was like, oh, like, I knew all along. Yeah. And she was like, oh, you're so devious. (gasps) And I feel like this was, like, a part in the series where they literally didn't know if Freddie, like, who Freddie was going to end up with. And this was, like, maybe being like, oh, look, maybe they do have chemistry. Yeah. Because this was, like, a fucking, like, this was fully... 
like a rom-com. Yes. Their vibing moment up until he moaned and came in a short. Yeah. That, that ruined it. That ruined it for sure. Yeah. But uh, that was yeah. like the record scratch. Like <laughs> I was about to be like Creddy moment. And then I was like, <laughs> like yeah. real quick. I was like, Creddy oh. moment. Just kidding. He credit in his <laughs> pants. So uh, uncomfortable. Coin that one. The epic moment when you cred your pants. <laughs> Instead of being a cruddy stand, you cred your pants. Oh my god, dude! Did you watch Fifty Shades of Grey? I totally, I totally credited myself. Me, I'm not Miss Lisby Shard herself. I'm Miss Lisby Cred herself. I'm Miss Lisby Mid Shit Cred Shard herself. <laughs> well, I got a name. God given. And I'm proud to bear it. And it's a unique one. Never been heard before. <laughs> Can't find that one on no goddamn mug. <laughs> I mean, you cannot, miss. You cannot. Well, guys, we're at the Shea apartment. Carly decides to play a game of pack rat. And the next thing we know, it's the next day. And she's passed out on the pack rat machine. Seems a little familiar, huh? Spencer comes out and finds her passed out. And when he tells her to go to bed, she just goes carry me and his little like puppy dog eyes and he obviously does because he's such a great older brother he just picks her right up and carries her up the stairs i wish i had a dad (laughs) this was really cute we've been shitting on him for a lot of the episode but (laughs) i'd do anything spencer can Carry I'm me. Broken on the inside. Please carry me. Please. I'll sleep on the pack rat machine if it means that you carry me upstairs, please. We are two broken women. Just broken. That is all. That is all. We're at the post credit scene, baby. We are there. The girls are yelling at us, asking if we want to play pack rat, and then saying that we can play at iCarly.com. And try to beat Spencer and Sasha Stryker's high score. Sam asks, should we keep saying it? Pack rat. Pack rat. Pack rat. Pack rat. Pack rat. Pack rat. And it just keeps going. And just forever and ever and ever and ever. And that's the episode. I uh, don't believe that women deserve rights anymore. <laughs> First female written episode. Fucking disappointment. Yeah, first and last. She literally wrote this one and was like, all right, I'm out. Anyway, enjoy that. She was like, I'm going to go write some real shit. Yeah, and she said, You know, Bye. maybe her first draft was funny, and then the men were just like, cut, 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 cut. cut throw cut, a dick cut, in there. Cut, throw cut. a little cum. All right, I'm not going to blame her. I'm yeah, not going to blame her. Let's perhaps. not be too anti-feminism. We got we to gotta tone it back a little. All right, I will just repeal the 19th Amendment. Yeah, that's it. The women got the right to vote, but I won't, re- I won't repeal the one where they get to own property. Yeah, so. that's fair. That's fair. I think that that's a well, fair judgment to. for you to make. Thank you. Thank you. Because I do have the authority on that matter. Absolutely. And it will be passed to the Supreme Court. Absolutely. By the time by the time that In this episode airs, moments. it'll be passed. The pod babe of the week goes to Jose Flores, spelled H-O-E-Z-A-Y. Jose. F-L-O-R-E-S. Yeah, that's right. Slut Zay Flores. Skank Zay Flores, some might say. Some might. Our dumbass social media intern tried to call Fire me them. Miss Lisby Shard herself, but she actually called me Miss Lisby Sharts or something. Let's check. They're about to get fired on air. Yeah. Everybody stay tuned. Hang on. Miss Lisby Shardy. Yeah. She called me what they tried to Miss call you. Lisby Shardy in a post 
and thought that all of our fans would not notice it and just laugh along and um, not correct her. But Slutse Flores, the king himself, commented and was like, I think you mean Miss Lispy Shard herself. And yeah, yeah, you're correct, Jose. You are 100% correct. Correct. And for this reason, yeah. our social media intern will be fired. And I don't care if she has a family to feed. Don't care. Like this, a mistake like this is honestly unforgivable. It is. How dare they? Do you even pay attention to your job? No. They don't even listen. How careless. Don't even listen to the episodes. It's crazy. No. And it's like they're the one who edits it. So it's like, how do you? Yeah. How do you how know? Do you, that? you know? How do you? How do you not? How do you not know? So it's crazy. We will. We are hiring a new social media intern and a new editor. If anyone yeah. wants to apply. The pay is nothing. Yeah. The perks are nothing. We're both really, really mean IRL. We will bully you. We literally block um, your number. Um, and then unblock when we want something. Yeah. Also, I'll come to your house and beat with a butter sock. <laughs> so, your call. Yeah. Apply down below. <laughs> Apply at the link in the show notes. <laughs> yeah. Have to have 10 years plus unpaid internship experience. <laughs> Kiss a girl. <laughs> Go do something. Get a job. Get an unpaid internship. Get be with a butter sock. Do something. Do something for the love of God. Be our media intern. In two weeks, we're going to be rewatching <laughs> IOU. And we hope that you rewatch it with us. Thanks for fucking listening, people. Hell yeah. See you in two weeks. See you in two weeks. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> One machine gun Kelly comes out. If you love I Rewatch iCarly, go ahead and leave us a review on the Apple Podcast app or rate us on Spotify. And if you want a chance to be Pod Babe of the Week, be sure to check out our Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Facebook page at I Rewatch iCarly for more content. And head over to our YouTube channel for extended uncut videos of each episode. You can also find Cersei at Cersei.mp3 on Instagram. And you can find Natalie at Natalie R. Collins on Instagram, where the rest of our social media is linked in our bios. Disclaimer, I Rewatch iCarly is not affiliated with iCarly or Nickelodeon in any way, shape, or form. We shall not be held responsible and or liable for anything we say. Anyone listening to our podcast agrees to not hold us liable for what we say or display. We are merely a third-party conglomeration of stories and theories about or pertaining to iCarly, its cast, and creators. Said theories or stories may or may not use real names, all Always in semi-real and slash or mostly or substantially fictitious ways. This podcast is for entertainment purposes only. And if you choose to take anything we say 100% seriously, you are an idiot. But we are also idiots. You don't mean anything we say. Long story short, free speech, fair use. You can't sue us because we're making it up. Good day.